You ready for this thing, Brad? Are you sure you're ready? You don't seem very excited tonight. Were you Whoa. were you rocking Chick Fil A milkshake earlier, and you didn't bring me one? I mean, way to way to way to call me out for my lactose intolerancy, and way to know me so well to not bring me a milkshake because you know that during the show I would never make it more than the nine minutes into the show. Um, dude, we've already got a, like a pile of folks coming on here, man. Uh, I'm pumped, man. Uh, you weren't here last week. You were here last week. Maybe I wasn't here last week. Dude, Thanksgiving has thrown me for a loop. With all the kids being out. That's right, because we gave away the Crescent. Which was a huge freaking giveaway. Huge. No, I mean, I didn't forget the Crescent. I just forgot you. <laughs> well, see you later. <laughs> I mean, what do, you, what do you want out of me? What do you want out of me? Barry Davis, what's going on, buddy? Dale's in the house. Bradley's already waving. Bradley's already in the house. What's up, B-Rad? Uh, Walton Doyle, Kenny Dixon, McKinstry. What's up, bro? We were just watching your show uh, while the pre-show was going on for this one, man. What's going on, buddy? Uh, Walton's in here screaming first. Walton, I saw your Plano box uh, build out that you did, bro, with all the stuff in it. Dude, that was a phenomenal looking rig. Um, you know, I'm a Plano guy too, man. Love that. Uh, Dale's in here. Nicholas is in the house. Um, uh, we're, I'm pumped. I, not only am I pumped for this giveaway, but I'm pumped for this interview. Uh, uh, D Dusty, as he's known in the Facebook world, um, Dusty Yacker, um, uh, has got a last name very similar to mine in that it's hard to pronounce because you can't read it. Or maybe, it's just, you know, I'm a redneck and I can't read it. But we're going to get to some of that and talk about some of the things. But let's handle a little business first. There's several things that I want to address with you guys. And a couple of things I want to kind of kick on and make sure that you guys are aware of before we bring Dustin on um, and, uh, and 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 dive into this round. I'm going to run through these things rather quickly. Um, uh, Brad, this weekend is the uh, racked uh, tournament that Ron Champion does. This is the third annual. It's 20 bucks. I already dropped all of those links on my Facebook page a little bit earlier. Ron sharing them. Guys, if you're listening to my voice and you can afford that 20 bucks, I'm telling you right now, even if you can't fish the tournament, that 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 money goes to uh, uh, goes to allow other anglers who are fishing that tournament to spread good randomly, random acts of kindness. And y'all know Ron's one of my best friends. He's a great friend of the show. Um, and uh, so, you know, what a phenomenal way to to kind of give back in that season. We are already in December. Holy crap, bro. It's December. Like Christmas is like here. But that's a phenomenal way to get in and do that. So make sure you go, guys, go over to Tourney X and sign up for the Rack Tournament. Brad's going to drop some link here uh, rather quickly, I would assume, because uh, he's on top of it like that. That's why we got the B-Rad. Um, secondly, uh, y'all know Fluke Max is my boy. Y'all know me and Fluke do a bunch of stuff together. And he has got a killer deal going on right now with all of his swag online. He's got more hats somewhere, too, in this office. I don't know where they're at. But he's got more of those. Um, but you guys go to flukemaster.com. Bam, look at that one. Look at Brad on it. Boom. Oh, look at that too. Oh, oh hey, that's my green actually. Woo! Oh, it's your green now? Man, I can't even keep nothing, Brad. It's our green. I think we share enough in our lives. I don't think we need to share a color. Okay, that's we're, that's a lot of hats. People are going to get mad at me that I have all these hats. I don't even think Fluke has all these hats. So anyway, 
there's the hats. Uh, you go again, go to flugmaster.com. He's got a thing going where it's the coupon code is pay my shipping because Fluke is paying all the shipping. So everything there, whether you're buying one hat or five, two decals, a water bottle, a sweatshirt, a hoodie, whatever it is that you're getting, uh, you go in there and you type in pay my shipping and he pays the shipping for all of that. So that's a phenomenal thing there. And then last but not least, y'all know that I, uh, I work a lot with Fish USA. They are America's Tackle Shop. They do some phenomenal things. And I'm super pumped about my first discount code. Like, I mean, like that sounds kind of corny. You know what I mean? But let's, but I mean, like, that's cool. I've got a code that you can go in and it's my code. And y'all know the Hoove. He's got his, his, I think, Chad 10 with them. I didn't want to do that because Scott 10 sounds dumb to me. So y'all know what I always say, right? Tackle your dreams. So boom, you can go to fishusa.com, America's Tackle Shop, and type in uh, tackle your dreams at checkout and uh, and get a nice little uh, nice little percentage off there. Um, and we're going to do some different things with that, but that's a code that's going to be able to be used anytime, day or night. And they will be times where I'm able to use that code specifically for, you know, different products, different things, maybe make it worth more or less more. But anytime you go to fishusa.com, uh, you can type in tackle your dreams, no spaces. I don't think capitalization or whatever matters, um, but, uh, and use a code there. So, um with that uh the shop is uh is is uh is killing it up in atlanta uh fletch is back up and running uh shout out to fletch he was really sick over thanksgiving holidays uh i think he come down with the flu or something so he was feeling miserable we talked a lot today he was getting a lot of work done and uh shops up and running there uh lots of different boats in and out lots of things that go underneath the christmas tree things to fill your shock stockings um make sure that you guys get up to the shop or uh or hop on westbrooksupplyco.com and get everything you need for christmas because it is that time of year all right brad i think that's it i'm done like i can't do any more of the i'm done with the promos i want to talk to dustin you guys ready y'all are y'all ready for this i don't even think we really i don't have my promo in yet man i've missed it we still got to tell people to share the page and everything i've got to yell oh you've got to yell Oh no, I'll yell. Okay, let's let's kick this show off right. You guys ready? What's going on, Facebook? Ah, now we're talking. Now we're off to the races. Holy crap. What's going on, Facebook Live? Welcome to Westbrook Wednesday. I'm your host, Scott Butcher, and holy crap, if we got a guest for you guys tonight. Uh we're giving away a catchboard. And uh y'all know I'm a catch fan. I've got a couple behind me. We're going to get into some of that. One of you guys is going to win that before the end of the show. But before we get into that, we are going to play Plead the Fifth um, with uh, with the man with 11,000 names. And uh, I'm going to make fun of him a little bit because there's a lot of distance between me and Chicago right now. But this is a big human being like 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 he's a big guy. So let's bring let's bring on Dusty and let's find out why he's got 11,000 names in this sport and what's going on in his life. What's up, buddy? what's up man how are you dude i'm good bro how are you man i'm doing great i am uh just at home relaxing uh I've, I've been making a soup for the last three hours so as soon as the interview's uh done i'll be digging into it like a, a 15 wild bean soup it's actually Wait, three i'm not a soup guy is that normal a three hour soup uh i like to sort of take my time with it add some ingredients let it brew and simmer and uh you know i think i think you know can't be can't 
taking shortcuts, you know. I have zero patience. Like my soup comes from a chunky can and a microwave. Well, I, I think I think if you were to experience a Chicago winter and some of the some of the chili stuff that's out here, you you I think you would appreciate a nice you know warm kitchen with a nice soup brewing and some you know some 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 warmth you know that way. I think that you yeah, might appreciate. Oh nay nay. See that I can't I can't do the I can't do the winter. I can't do the cold. My family the butcher name stems from the Chicago area. Uh, in the in the Illinois area, my grandfather, you know, uh, and all of that stuff. But I'm not built for that, bro. I, I just I'm not. Uh, the older I get, the worse it's getting. Uh, so, uh, like I was telling you before, I mean, we're certainly seriously entertaining a move to, you know, I mean, a, a more rural area, but far enough for a climate change. I'm not sure. Well, I mean, perhaps we got to, you know, we got we got jobs, you know, kind of anchored by that. Dig into that a little bit because you're a you're a Chicago guy. I mean, you're an Illinois guy born and bred. We're going to dig into that in the interview a little bit. Absolutely. All right, sweet. Well, uh, before we dive into this, guys, if you guys are just tuning in, welcome to Westbrook Wednesday. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. We're on with the one and only Mr. Duffy Kayaker tonight. We're getting ready to dive into a round to plead the fifth. Two things I want you guys to do. If you're a first-timer or even if you're not, I want you to drop in the comment section. You guys just heard that he's talking about you know eating some soup up there in the, in the cold there in Chicago. Y'all know that me and Brad are here in the studio here in the West Georgia area. And, uh, and so we want you guys to drop a comment. Let us know where you're watching from. Secondly, we want you to go in and smash that share button. Let everybody know that we're getting in and getting ready to dive into six questions with Dusty to get a little bit more background on who he is, why he is, and a little bit of dirt because he's got some friends that may not be his friends at the time this interview is over. So we're going to see how this thing plays out. It's true. It's true. There was no shortage of volunteers when I sent out the email and the text messages to, hey, who's got dirt on, who's got dirt on Dusty? Like oh, everyone man. responded quickly, bro. Pretty sure that's the case. I could see that happening. <laughs> so, so good stuff. And so you've seen the show before. I know you've, you've been on the way in before, you know, I, yeah. I've gotten to be around you a pretty good bit. We haven't really got to share time side by side on the water. Um, of course, but, you know, obviously hopefully that, hopefully that changes. Oh dude. I, as soon as, yeah, I'll come up when it's warmer or you come down anytime. Cause it's always time to fish here. This year, I'm sure we're going to run into to each other somewhere. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. We're going to get into that. There's so many opportunities to fish now, unlike Amen. everyone. So it should be good stuff. But anyway, so this show, uh, basically what this format is, guys, if you're new, is uh, is basically a conversation between Dusty and I. What I love about this community is the way the camaraderie, the way the storytelling plays out. And so we built this show around getting to know folks that you may or may not know enough about. Um, because as a fan of the sport, which I always am first, I feel like I don't know enough about these guys and these pros and these guys that are these, these men and women who are making a living or trying to make a living or even just spending their free time in these little plastic boats. Because y'all know that I always say the best people on the planet that I've found in life spend their free time in these little plastic boats. So we're going to dive in tonight with Dusty. We've got six questions. You don't know these questions. You get one opportunity to plead the fifth, right? One opportunity to plead the fifth. At any time you decide you want to use, you want to plead that, uh, all you have to say is I plead the fifth, and I'll move right on to the next question, okay? It's fine. There's six questions. One plead the fifth. If you make it through all six, Brad, we got a prize tonight? Hey, we'll send you some warmer Georgia air. We can can it up. If you make it through all six questions tonight, we'll box you up some Georgia air. Brad's gonna go recycle it out of the air into a plastic box. Into a plastic box. That's not a thing. I guess it is. Yeah, it's a tote. We'll we'll put it in a tote and package it up to you. So anyway, you ready for this thing, man? I think so, man. You sure? 
Absolutely. You don't look nervous at all. Calm, cool. Yes, I, I don't know. What are you sipping on? It could be my whiskey. Yeah, the whiskey there. What, what do you What do you got there? Uh, it's just some Crown Royal, nothing fancy. Ooh, a little Crown, a little crown Royal is fancy. And then that, it's got that well, beautiful bag in it, right? Oh, bang! That's kind of purplish, a little Crown Royalish. Not in that tone, it's not, but it is. That's purple. Just, just to take the edge off, I'm you know I'm thrilled and excited, so I just kind of want to you know, have a more yeah. of a calm. I got you. I'm rocking a little Arnold Palmer. You guys drop in the comment section what you guys are drinking. Let us know. Uh, all right, boss man. Question number one here on Plead the Fifth. Are you ready? <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead, man. This is simple, bro. This can't get more sure. simple. Sure. Uh, we've already touched on a little bit of it. Chicago, the Illinois area, born and raised most of your life. Your family on both sides, mom and dad's side, grew up around the water, grew up around fishing. Your father even got into competitive fishing when you were in your later years, kind of high school area, right? Uh, maybe maybe uh, like late junior high, early high school would probably be the peak of that. Maybe between like 1989, 90 and 94, something like that. Gotcha. I got you. Okay. And so now growing up as a teenager and spending most of your life there, you've had opportunity. You've traveled. You've lived in some other places. I know that you're talking about now getting older. You just referenced it. But what is it about Chicago? What is it about Illinois? I mean, that, that just continues to bring you back there. Why is, why is that home? What is it about your home state that, 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 that you love so much? Well, I mean, undeniably, it's family. My family's here. They're they're my support system. Uh, you know, they're my structure. I love being close to my mom. I love being close to my sister. Um, Chicago is a world class city. I mean, it's got a lot of availability. It's got you know infinite you know job possibilities. Lots of school districts. I can get I can get jobs in here. But as I get a little older and as I change, um, the city is not for me. Uh, it's it's it's. I I, I mean, I, it, I I still view it in that in that capacity. I still love being close to my family. But for me personally and for me emotionally. The claustrophobia of the city and the, and the, and the closeness and the fast paced and the, and, the, and the noise is is just getting a little too much for me. So like we had said earlier, we're, we're, we're entertaining a move. It can't be immediate, but it's more like a two or three year plan. Um, but having having lived in Chicago and living in Chicago now, I mean, I would have to say that it's that, it, that it's that it's my family that it, that has rooted me here. I'm very grateful for being raised in the city because um, I have uh, that experience. I have a big city experience. I have big city street smarts. Um, I also have rural sensibility too, because of course I have family that live out there and I spent so much time out there as a youngster. So, uh, it was sort of a, it was sort of a, a, the best of both worlds scenario. I spent most of my time in an urban environment, but I was able to escape to a rural uh, environment at times too. So now, now a lot of people don't realize you, you're actually, you're, you, you mold young minds day in and day out as a, as a seventh grade social studies teacher. <laughs> Right. Uh, that's 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 what I try to do. Uh, I, I don't really try to mold them in, in, in my shape. I try to just encourage critical thought, get it, get them to think for themselves, give them some important context and facts to work with. And just, tr you know, try to try to, you know, try to get them in shape for, for, you know, the next two or three years of their life where they're going to be asked a little more and asked to be a little more independent and self-sufficient. Um, but, uh, it's, it's a great opportunity and I'm, 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 I'm pretty grateful that I get to experience that on a daily basis. And it, the schedule is certainly conducive to fishing too with the summers off. Now the name thing, I got to dive into this for a second. This is just like a, like a, a, a tier of the, of the first question we're still rolling into or rolling off of, but the name thing, I'm, I'm assuming <laughs> that has to be a, a camouflage or a way to, to protect yourself online, right? Because your seventh grade uh, students are going to be looking you up all the time. 
I mean, these kids in this generation, I mean, if it's not the internet, it's the internet. And when it's not the internet, it's the internet. Um, whether it's the, like the toxic around of social media or just straight up searching the internet for something. I mean, this is, these, are, these are how these kids were born and raised. And the first thing they do is Google the teacher's name. That's the first thing they do. They're all about it. They even, they even do it when they're bored. So, um, you know, it's not the smartest move professionally to, you know, to, 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 to get mixed up with that. So um, Dusty Yacker was a quick moniker that I made up um simply to get a facebook account and uh start joining local kayak groups and getting into it because i was never a big social media guy uh at all i i i i kind of had a disdain for it um but uh getting into the kayak world i sort of need one but i also needed to not you know be blatant with 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 you know that sort of thing for you know as a teacher so that's pretty much how it originated uh, the funny thing is, is that dusty used to be the word that people made fun of me with, you know, I'll, like my uh, friends when we were younger, people that were, you know, trying to make fun of me, they would, they would call me dusty and, you know, considered effeminate or something like that. Um, so, so why I chose that all a nickname is, is beyond me, but I, 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 I kind of like it now the, the, the name is stuck. Uh, I've sort of made a little tiny name for myself. Um, a little it funny name for yourself. You stood on stage a couple of months back in Louisiana in 10th place at the KBFNC and like yeah. no one knew you by your real name. Everybody was like, oh, when they said when Chad said Dusty Kayaker or Dusty Yacker, then everyone knew who you were because everybody was like, what name did he just say? There's well, eight people in the room. I mean, it's, it's nice. It's nice. The kayak community is like you. I mean, it, it, there's really I mean, it doesn't need really need to be described. Just experience. It's a, it's a great thing. And that people do know my name is a good thing, but I'm also grateful for opportunities like this because maybe, you know, people can put a little more substance to the name and, and maybe get to know a little bit more about me personally. It's kind of a nice thing. Um, but, you know, like you said, ultimately we are fishing out of plastic boats. I know there's lots of opportunity and I, and I know, I know we're going to talk about that, but ultimately, you know, it's, it's, it's not so much being humble. It's just that, you know, let's not, let's, let's not get ahead of ourselves. You know, it's, I don't <laughs> Well, it's not so much about me, you know, but, you know, well, well I mean, will you, will you expose, I'm on a show and I'm you on the expose the real name tonight? I mean, will you give us the real, I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Oh no. My, my name is Dustin Mergia. Uh, that's no secret. Uh, that's, that's my name on Tourney X. That's my name on, on, on some professional bios and resumes. Um, it's actually a combination of French and Spanish. Um, and my dad's a hundred percent Mexican. And then my mom has some French, Scottish and and Dutch influence. So I, I tend to take after my mom, have, have that, those kind of features. Um, yeah, that's my name, my, D Dustin Mergia. And uh, it's kind of hard to pronounce for most people. It's usually butchered by most teachers and people trying to pronounce it. But that I understand completely. If you guys are going to go and check stats, because y'all know I'm going to pull this tourney X here in a little while. If you guys watch the live shows, y'all know that, that, that we're, that we're going to dive into this. But if you guys go looking for him because you want to follow along at home, uh, uh, there it is right there. So go pull him up because we're going to dive into some of that stuff here in just a few minutes. So don't get too worried, Dustin, man. Your stats are great, bro. Don't get stressed. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm okay, man. The crown rules taking care of me. We're good. <laughs> All right, boss, man. All right. See, question one, bro. Look at there. Easy. No problem, right? Uh, what, where, can I see it? Where, can I see it? <laughs> no, that was question one, bro. Super easy. Oh, right. that was question one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was question one. All right, question two. All right, now, your first kayak was a 10-foot wreck boat that was a gift from your significant other. Uh, 2012, or, uh, yeah, two, no, wait, I got dates. 2012, 2013. 
So yeah, that's about seven years ago. Yeah, that's about right. You're not a tiny guy. You're like six two. I mean, you're (laughs) a solid probably what two twenty five. I mean, two thirty. No, 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 not at all, man. I'm very skinny. Um, I'm uh, one ninety six two. So, man, I'm you know pretty pretty slim. I just thought you were Uh, super jacked, man. Every time I've been around you, it looks like your biceps were just bulging. Well, it's funny because like. Wearing like 74 layers of like bibs and like Cabela's guide wear. You know, I'm like this big bulking guy. But like when you see me normally, it's like, dude, have you lost weight, man? Are you all right? I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm fine. <laughs> you look anemic. I don't know what's going on here. And my mom's like, dude, go eat. Can I let's, let's go to the McDonald's drive through man. Order a couple of meals. I'm like, oh, man. Well, we talk about this boat and I'm throwing the boat up on, up on the screen here. This was this this was this was the rig that you paddled out of literally for years. Until you won a Hobie in what 2000 and you wanted uh, the Hobie you won. It was like 2016, 2017, right? Uh, it was 27. It was a. Uh, Regardless, uh, this is five or six years that you're in this little bitty sit inside kayak. I was in a little bitty sit inside kayak, but I wasn't I wasn't uh, kayak tournament fishing. And I had no idea about this community. I had no idea at all that this type of thing went on. I, it blew, it blew my mind when I I mean I could tell the story but it blew my mind in this parking lot this lawn trap of this forest preserve lake that's near here when this guy started telling me you know very matter of factly you know that you know yeah there's these tournaments where you don't have to like have a boat and you don't have to go to the lawn trap it's online and you you use an app and you take pictures and they judge it and I'm like man what tell me more and uh, he he he's like yeah just it's this are you on Facebook and I'm like well no but then that's why I made the dusty hacker you know real quick and uh, he told me about um, kayak bass league and this is the picture the picture that you're showing right now is actually a picture of the forest preserve I was at so it's a it's a mud hole really called uh, Bussy Bussy Woods it's it's about 25 minutes from me in a in a in a uh, suburb called Schomburg. And when he told me about that, I just blew my mind. And when I went home that day for, for three or four hours, the only thing I did was just search all the stuff up on Facebook. I made an account for myself. I just made it up in two seconds, Dusty Yacker, some lame stuff like that, just to get just to get a name out there. I put a picture of, you know, some kayak stuff like that. But I was really naive to the sophistication of it, what, what some companies were doing, um, and, uh, you know, the, the scope of it, really. And I was just, just pumped like it was it was it was almost like a baptism really because to be honest with you um i lost sight of my dream i lost sight of my passion i i mean i mean we could sit here for four hours and i could break it down to you how and why but that's a whole nother story um you know when i when i when i sort of got out of high school and into my early years of figuring out what it was i want to do i don't know how or why that that sort of that sort of left my mind because as a child and even as a grown man if you ask me you know what was your dream what was that one thing you wanted to do and I couldn't say professionally bass fish, but I knew that I wanted to fish somehow. Um, all the all the Saturday morning TV shows and the Sunday morning TV shows and the subscription to magazines and stuff. I mean, that's really what I wanted to do. And and how or why I never stayed on that path is sort of confounding. And then in a in a, in a, in a minute, in a in a moment, literally in a, in a in a happenstance, lucky moment where I simply happened to be running into somebody that was loading their kayak up. You know, he introduced this world to me. And, you know, I, I never had the money for a bass boat. I never had the overhead and the space to store it. In fact, when my dad passed away, he had an he had a, he had a, he had a old Ranger Comanche series. 
that uh, was sold, and because I, I, I didn't have anywhere to put it or take it, I was, it was it was awful. Um, but then you know, as you get a little more established, and you're in a career, and you get a little more money, and you have a home and stuff, and a truck, and all that stuff, and I got this little cheap kayak. And the irony is that's that's what exposed me to that, and I was sort of able to rekindle um, my dream of, of 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 trying to compete, of just trying to fish or or get out in in, in the nature of that kind of community and get out in the water with such ease and action. That that's what I want to kind of dive into a little bit with, 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 with this boat was your, your stats and what you've done in a very short time in this community are relative are, are not relative. I mean, are straight up impressive. I mean, you know, you've, you've got a, 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 K, a KBL championship. You're this year's KBL, uh, uh, AOI reigning, reigning champ, uh, uh, up in that area. You've won, you've got, you've got, you know, up in your, up in the Michigan, uh, you know, Michigan area up in the Chicago, up in the Illinois area, you know, you do a ton around there, but then you're also, you know, you're traveling and you know, if you just pull tourney X stats, everybody knows how much I love, I love my tourney X stats. You know, do you know yeah. your percentage? So in just time, I have, I, have no, I have no idea. I, I really, I mean, you're batting a little over 700, meaning that, that you've done that in tourney X and straight up in tourney X, you've done 73 tournaments. You've got 46 top tens. That batting average is a little bit over 700. That's incredible to be, to be that, to be doing that regularly. So my question here, where we're, where I'm going to is, is, is do you, do you believe that spending that, spending that number of years in that smaller boat made you a better tournament angler because I mean, what, what's, I mean, what, what's there's no. behind this was time in this boat, a factor to the, to the success you have now? Well, I think, I think any practice or anything that you do on a normal basis, whatever will, will simply make you better. Um, I mean, I mean, practice, I don't think it makes perfect, but it certainly makes you, you know, reliable in whatever endeavor it is that you're doing. Um, I think I read, I think I read, I think I read somewhere. It's like, it's like 10,000 hours of something, I, don't, I forget the stack, but it's like so many hours of doing something to be considered like elite yeah. or, or like you know really good at your at your at your, at your stuff. But um, I, you know, I really, it really wasn't the time spent in that kayak. I mean, that got me that got me familiar with the small craft and balancing and pedaling and the nature of the nuance of kayaking and paddle sport. That I mean, that that definitely helped. I mean, I'm in a Hobie now. I really don't use a pedal, but I think I think. I, I really think what it was is is the foundation that I brought when I got in the kayak. I wasn't getting in a kayak. Oh, dang, this is cool. Let me learn some fishing techniques. I had 20 years of, you know, riding my 10-speed bicycle to retention ponds and, and, and you know, with one, one baitcaster, maybe one spinning rod, and luckily, you know, a little Plano box, maybe I stole a few lures from my dad. Or I mowed a lawn to go buy the latest Strike King spinnerbait up at the salmon shop in Palatine from this dude named Jim. Uh, and, you know, that's what we would do. I would just go and I'd read a Bassmaster magazine. And I'd, I'd look at an article. I'm like, you know, and I, and I would go run to this little pond or this and try to replicate it. And I had like one lure so I couldn't lose it. If I got snagged, I took off my shorts and just went in the water where however deep it was and swam and got it. And I think that's what it was. I think I think that's what it is. I think I bring a base of, of foundation to the tournaments. I think some people that I'm competing against are, are, are maybe good with one technique or maybe good with this other technique or are just starting to learn the techniques. But I have a foundation, a great foundation to build on. So I think I think I can apply that quicker in a, in a, in a, in a competitive setting 
and 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 do what I do best, which is getting a limit, finding a fish, and, and kind of getting honed in quickly with that. But the but the but the 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 what do you call it? The reg boat? Is that what you call it? No, the wreck boat. Wreck, wreck, wreck boat. It's not a, oh, I mean, yeah. Okay, yeah. But yeah, yeah. That one. I mean, the pelican sit in whatever. Is that, you want. A, is that just a southern thing, guys? Y'all chime in. Is that just a southern thing? I thought everybody called it a wreck boat. Uh, you know, a, a box store boat, something you go to Dick's or Academy, not something you see competing. At no, I've no, I, I, I never heard of that. Uh, I never heard of that. Um, I, I, uh, I'm going to blame the Yankee thing then because I feel like you know, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's a Yankee thing. In fact, my first tournament, I showed up. I mean, you know, you could see heads turning. Yeah, yeah. You could hear people whispering here. They're trying to unload their hobies. And I'm just like, I got this 40 pound kayak over one shoulder. I got like two rocks and like what looks like a freaking lunch. That's my you probably won that tournament knowing you. No, this was this is a funny story because I know Mike McKinstry chimed in up here on the uh, on the yeah uh, yeah the side there. We were in Gull Lake, Michigan, a crystal clear lake. I had I, I I mean I knew what I was doing, but I mean I was scared and nervous and didn't didn't really feel like I belong. I was wondering you know really what was going on. I felt a little overwhelmed. I actually felt a little unsafe because it was like twenty mile per hour winds. It's a giant lake in Michigan. It's it's very clear. It's got huge smallmouth in it. And uh, I, I went, there was a leak in my kayak too. I had to borrow like a big beach towel because my uncle didn't have any like gorilla tape. So I had to borrow a big beach towel um, and put it on the floor because there was a little tiny leak. I actually had to stop every couple hours fishing, go to a, a dock and wring it out and <laughs> put it back in there. Uh, but I had almost, I almost did very well at that tournament, but I had a fish flop off the hog trough board because of course it's very hard to measure a fish in that kind of kayak. And I had that flop off the board. Hog, and you were using a hog trough, which, you know, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't the right use of measurement. Well, say that again? I said, and you were using a hog trough, which wasn't the right, you know, no no fish wants to lay comfortable on a hog trough. You know, most fish like oh, to lay comfortably on a, a fish board. Oh, he's, well, uh, catch karma through that hog trough, and I, and I, and I let I let out a string of profanities that I think is still floating over Gull Lake somewhere. <laughs> and uh, and Mike McKinstry was the first. I didn't know Mike at the point, And he was the first to come up to me. And he, and he was just this, it was just this, this very calming, soothing force, you know, that this like kind of that this sort of like he just like looked at me with his eyes and and just sort of conveyed that there's really no reason to sort of get that excited. And, uh, you know, he, he, he gave me some tips. I'm measuring the fish on the uh, hog trough board, and that's how I that's how I, that's how I met Mike McKinstry. McKinstry changing lives left and right, guys. For some reason, in my head, I see McKinstry. McKinstry's uh, McKinstry's one of my best friends. I love Mike, but 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 Mike's Mike's when you and Mike stand next to each other, it's a it's 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 utterly proportional, different of worlds. And I'm gonna that's all I'm gonna go. But for some reason, there's nothing I, like I, the, the story, I just see Mike coming up and like holding you. <laughs> and like telling you it's going to be okay. <laughs> That's probably what I needed at that moment. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the the egalitarianism of kayak fishing, you know, we're sort of all floating on that same level. The heights and weight difference really be appreciated. So there's, a, there's a very... There's a very nice, e you know, equalizing. I got you. Well, okay. So question three, Dusty, I I, I want to I wanna pick a scab, okay? I want to. I want to pick. I want to. I want to pick a sore spot on you. Okay. Well, welcome. To my, welcome to my world. All right. Right. So, there. You. You've had some phenomenal success. Uh, I mean, you can go down your list on Tourney X, and you know, and it's just you know, it's third place, first place, first place, sixth, 
ninth, eighth. Like you've had some phenomenal success. You've also had some 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 relatively big struggles, particularly in 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 multiple day events. Ugh. Now you went into the BOS series this season on St. Clair, and there's a phenomenal catch video about day one that that the guys over at Catch Outdoors put together, Duke and all the guys over there. And and it's a phenomenal video. I mean, you're just you're killing it. You've you've got the right spot. It's the end of day one. You're in first place. You've got the right spot. There's big fish and lots of them in that area. A storm rolls through in a storm front that evening. Is that storm still keep you up at night? No. What keeps me up at night is the 21 incher that followed my jerkbait to the boat and sat there and staring at it like it was watching Netflix and didn't even. I mean, it 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 is frozen in time. Like I'm I, I'm like I didn't know what whether to jerk it more or let it sit. It was suspending perfectly. Its little mega bass tail was wagging like that. I I just thought he was gonna eat it, and he didn't. I also had a 19 inch fish that got hooked and jumped and came off, and you know that might have made the. I mean, who knows what other people were doing, but that might have made the difference in the tournament. Um, that that's that's mostly um what what I sort of remember. If we want to sort of like reignite some of these passions and emotions, which might not be the healthiest for me, um, <laughs> You're need more crown oil. Brother. The storm. Hold on. The, the the storm was crazy because I had found a mudline. That this is what I this is why I chose to fish it. I found like there's clear water and then mudline, and it was at a perfect break where it went from five feet to eight feet. And if you know anything about Lake Saint Clair, man, that any change in depth is really worth. Is really a good place to fish. So I found like this, this can't be setting up any better. And the damn bait fish were jumping out right at the mud line. I'm like, what? And I, I, I had a top water. I didn't even have the right setup. I mean, I, I, I threw it on a rod that I normally wouldn't throw that top water on. I mean, I eventually changed, but I made a few casts out there, caught a four and a half pound smallie, uh, went down a little bit, made another cast, had a huge blow up, didn't get hooked, made another cast, caught a three and a half pounder. And I'm like, this is this this may be you know this may be the ticket, um, but but yeah, uh, I, I, getting back to your initial question, um, I I was the first to, you know, change my name from Dusty Yacker to Dusty Choker, because, <laughs> I, you know, it, it it didn't end it didn't end at the Hobie Bass Open, man. I I was to suffer some just insane stuff at Lake Wachita too. Uh, which, which, you know, of course now is funny, but, uh, you know, at the time, you know, was, uh, you know, I had to sort of deal with the ups and downs of, of tournament life. I mean, it just makes you better, but, um, yeah, man, I, 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 I would say that, that if there, if there, if there's a knock on me, if you want to, if you just want to take an objective knock on me, um, as a competitor, as a tournament angler, that, that dude can't finish tournaments that dude did. I mean, he's great on day one. You better not mess with him if it's a one day tournament. But if he's leading on day two, dude's going to crumble. Dude's going to fall. And I'll have to own up to that. I'll have to live up to that. That's the reality. Although in the Michigan Kayak State Championship, I, I, I kind of, you know, got that monkey off my back on a two-day. I was able to stay on my fish and, 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 and win that, which was very nice for me mentally. Um, but, yeah, man, at the Hobie Bass Open and Lake Wachita, I had uh, some, some issues on day two. They weren't mental. They weren't physical. The, the dang fish just didn't, just, they didn't stick. <laughs> there's two blow-ups at Lake Wachita on, on the Whopper Plopper that are just be in my head till I die. There's just two giant blow-ups that just didn't get hooked. 
I mean, I've it was heard, just. I've heard the story before about the jerk bait that just suspended, and like you said, it almost was like. I mean, like you could have a conversation with that brown going, "Why yeah. are what are you doing?" Yes, yeah. it was frozen in time. It was like it was something. It was absurd. It was like you know a satirical you know, publication made on me. It was like Gardner, you're uh, Gardner. Your last comment, I'm not going to post, but oh my goodness, is that funny, buddy? So good stuff there, Gardner. Um, all right, so if you guys are just tuning in, welcome to uh, to Westbrook Wednesday. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. We got B-Rad back here in the corner running the boards. Uh, we're on tonight digging into conversation here with Mr. Dusty Yacker. Um, a phenomenal stick out of out of, uh, out of the, uh, out of the Illinois, Chicago area. He's proved, he's proved himself on waters all across the country. Um, and so, so we're, we're halfway through. If you guys are just tuning in, I want you to smash that like button. Go in and smash that share button. Let everybody know to catch up on the rest of this. Um, and then if you're just tuning in and you haven't already done it, go in and drop a comment. Let us know where you guys are watching from. We love kind of seeing where everybody's tuning in from all across the country. Um, obviously, the uh, the Illinois area right now is hot because Dusty's you know got a, got a good following there because of who he is and how he carries himself in the community up there. Um, oh, you know, so we're getting you know getting a lot of feedback from those guys up there. You guys make sure that you're dropping in any kind of comments, questions, concerns, anything that you guys want to know. We're getting ready to dive into the back half of this uh, of this con of this conversation here. If you guys missed any of this before, you can go to westbrooksupplyco.com forward slash Westbrook Wednesday and catch up with the rest of the interview that you missed or any of the previous interviews that we've ever done. We're coming up on our one-year anniversary of the show. We have a lot of fun. You also can find this as a podcast platform if you don't have time to tune in and watch it live and you want to miss some of this stuff, you want to listen to it on the water or on the road into work, you can go to every major podcast platform and download the audio from there. Um, all right, Dusty, we're rolling into question four, man, and this is going to get us a little deep. Um, I shared an article yesterday from a good buddy of mine, Mr. Shea Baker. Um, and I'm going to throw that up on screen here. Absolutely. Uh, guys, this is not Brad's already dropped it in the comment section down below here because Brad's a good guy like that. Uh, I'm not going to break this article down. We're not even going to deep dive into this, but two things I wanted to do out of this. Uh, Dusty and I had a conversation to where we were, we were co comfortable talking about this a little bit tonight. Uh, number one that I want you guys Amen. to take away from this is that when you get done with this, this is not a five minute run through read. This is not a, you know, a, a, a quick sit down, um, you know, while you're on the throne and just kind of thumb through, depending on, you know, how you spend your time on the throne, um, you know, or even a quick cup of coffee. This is this is this is real conversation, whether you're an angler or not. Uh, Shea Baker is a good, good friend of mine. Is a guy that I care about a whole, whole lot. And this article right now, if you read nothing else that we ever tell you guys to read, I'm asking you guys to go read this article, share it with your friends, because uh, it's a. Uh, it's it's Shea Baker's soul and text, and and it's extremely powerful. And when I shared this, I noticed uh, that that you were quick to share this and had some thoughts on this as well. Uh, uh, Dusty, I want to know from your own words, bro, what, what what this why this is important conversation right now. Well, I mean, for several reasons. Um, first, I mean, it, it just hit home with me because, uh, I mean, I suffer from depression. I suffer from anxiety. Uh, sometimes it's very mild uh, and feels sort of normal, and I, I get through it. Other times it's debilitating and crippling. Um, and uh, it's hard to talk about. Um, it's hard. It's, 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 you know, it is, uh, especially as a teacher where I have to be strong. I have to be a mentor. I have to stand and deliver every minute of every day and be vigilant. At the same time, you don't have to be you have to have to be a leader. Um, so it hit home with me in that respect because I know what, what this man is going through. I mean, I understand it physically, I understand it from a lot of different viewpoints. Um, 
also, secondly, dialogue is key to anything. If you if you want to 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 improve something, if you want to empower people, if you want to change things for the better, it starts with a dialogue. Now, a lot of the issues in our country and in our society throughout history and contemporary is because we don't have the proper dialogue. We can't get to the heart of the matter because the dialogue isn't there. So for Mr. Baker to, to pour his heart out uh, in a personal slash professional setting is exactly what we need. We need, we need to start a dialogue. We need to talk about these things. We need to understand that it's nothing to be ashamed of. We need to understand that, 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 that people are around us, ready to support us, maybe perhaps curious to support us, curious to learn more so that they could be there for their fellow brother or sister. Um, and it's just one of those things that, uh, you know, in our community could, could, could probably be talked about greatly simply because it's, it's, it's a male dominated sport. It's very, there's a lot of machismo in it. Um, you know, fishing and hunting, you know, you, you, this is not exactly the, the, the arena for people to talk about mental illness or for, for, for perhaps things that bother them. But I think it needs to be not only in our arena or in fishing and hunting, but in other places throughout our society. So, for, for Mr. Baker to do that, not only do I owe him a debt of gratitude um, and, and made a ton of real world personal connections, but I think it's good for a person in his position to do that, um, you know, in, 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 a, in, a, in a community where typically those feelings are squashed. Um, they're not discussed, they're denied, um, and therefore never dealt with. So for him to start any dialogue or discourse on that uh, is a great thing, it's a beautiful thing, um, I have no problem admitting that. I, 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 I'm not concerned about that. For me, it's, it's simply an irksome companion. It's something I got to learn to live with. Uh, and, you know, it's kind of like a backpack that you have to carry. Sometimes it weighs you down. It feels like the world's in it. Other times it feels, you know, like you just have your ultralight set up in there and you're just kind of flipping at a river somewhere. It's just chill and cool. But, you know, it's just something that you got to do. It's an obstacle you have to face and get around them. It's life and, you know, you have to deal with that. Um, so, uh, you know, um, kudos, kudos to Mr. Baker for doing that. And, uh, I'd like to thank him personally. And I owe him, I owe him a little debt of gratitude for just being able to make a connection like that. And, and perhaps be in a position to help myself a little better simply, to, simply because I understand what he went through. Well, well, dude, I, I absolutely appreciate you sharing that, man. Like I said, you know, Shay, Shay's a good personal friend of mine. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, yeah. I'm going to see him on Friday. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that again, you know, I, I agree with you hundred percent, man. It's something that's not talked about enough. It's something that, that, you know, it feels like in this, in this world was, I don't know what the word that you used is that was, I think that was the Yankee word, the machismo. Is that what you called it? Uh, yeah, that's the opposite of Yankee. That would be a Spanish word probably originating from Latin, I suppose, yeah. but you know, just a macho man you yeah know? yeah no absolutely man absolutely and, and, I, and i think that that does get lost but i also think that that one of the things that i love about this community is you know you know you take a guy like ron champion who we talked about earlier who you know who's a who is that who is an alpha male in every aspect of his life and everything that he does a guy like chad you take a get you know guys like gene you know guys like jay you know these are guys that you know that have come on this show much like yourself and are pouring themselves out and I think I think the more that we can yeah. expose that, the more that we can start start trying to change those things to kind of show that you know that 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 it's okay to have some conversation, it's okay to have some personality, it's okay to have some doubt on and off the water with whatever it is you're going through. And number one, like Brad commented and threw and I threw up on the screen earlier, just understand that guys, you're not alone. 
Um, if you feel like you're alone, reach out, reach out to yeah. in the community, reach out to me, reach out to Brad. Dusty will take a private text from you. Take a call. I promise you, uh, if you read that article and you feel like it's talking to you, reach out to somebody and talk Anytime. about it. Absolutely. And so, so this was just yeah. important. And when I, and when I realized that you shared it and that it meant something to you, I knew I had to bring it up on the show tonight. So, so Dusty, man, I appreciate you diving into that with me. Cool. Well, yeah, that, that's great. I mean, I know, I know we, I know you run the show a certain way. I know your host, I mean, your guest is Dusty Yacker. You know, it's a lot about me, but I think, I think, I think the, 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 the best part about our show tonight is having the discussion that we just had and just sort of making that public. If a few more eyes see it, hallelujah. Yep. Absolutely. Guys. That's what it's all about. So it's all about, and you guys know Brad's already in the comments. I reached out anytime. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just, it's, it's super, super awesome. Dustin talks about here. You never know what someone is going through. Dustin, you yourself, buddy, I've seen in the last 48 hours, your own Facebook page, uh, you know, where you've kind of grown from some conversation that, that happened on your own page with your own posts. So, you know, good things, man. I love seeing those things. I love seeing how this community continues to grow and to push and to challenge one another to do different things. Good, good stuff. Um, uh, let's see, where are we at here? Was that four? Are we on four? Yeah. Five. I think that was question four. Four. Five. We're on five. We're on five. Seven. There is no seven. We're going into okay. five. Now, jumping right off of that, you are a very cerebral guy, Dustin. You're a guy who very much so understands who you are. You're very much in touch with your strengths and your weaknesses. So I want to know that. What's your strengths and what's your weaknesses, both on the water and off? So it's a two-part question. You can answer them in any order, on the water and off the water. What's your strength and what's your weakness? Jeez, <laughs> uh, man, my strength and my weakness. Do my love for my my love for Maria. I mean, she. I mean, oh man, she provides me. She's she's at me with all my tournaments. I mean, everybody knows her. She's always there. I, I don't know if that I could really do this without her. Uh, it's nice to have, it's, I mean, it's not nice. It's just, it's, I mean, I, I just sort of need her. I need her there. I love her so much. And she's just there for me. It's just, I don't, it's hard to explain. Um, and, and my dog, Lewis, I mean, I know it sounds kind of corny or whatever, but I mean, that's like my family. I don't have children. Uh, that's my family. So to have my family there with me in the hotel I, I, is just awesome to say the least. Um, so that's certainly my strength. Uh, you know, so it, it's also my weakness because, you know, I'm so emotionally attached to that. So I, I think it could serve as both a strength and a weakness. Um, also, uh, like I was telling you before, I have a lot of years of experience. I mean, you know, when, 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 when my other buddies were, you know, trying to mess around with girls and like, you know, influence me here and there, I was like trying to read Bassmasters and I was just like pouring over articles. Uh, I would go to, you know, the, the I would just I would just soak it up like a sponge and I would just read the articles and read the articles because I can never really get to those kind of lakes or do those kind of things. So I think I really absorbed a lot of crucial information as a youngster. And that's sort of my strength in these tournaments. I have a lot to draw on and I have a lot to uh, think about it in, in, in different situations on the water and different, you know, water depths, temperatures, presentations, things like that. Um weakness uh i i do i do um i i it's a it's a mental game the biggest battle in fact uh, i think uh, catch outdoors is going to drop a vi another video of me today where uh it's, it's less about fishing and more about talking about uh, strategies for pre-fishing or the approach to the tournament and um 
the biggest challenge I have is me versus me, you know, me versus my head, me versus my emotions. And I think most, most tournament anglers will tell you that the, the, the biggest challenge isn't the road, isn't the entry fee, isn't uh, whether you come in first, 10th or, or 20th, it's you versus you out there. But it is also my strength because when I freak out like that, when I do lose a big fish or something doesn't go my way in the water, what you see on the outside is not what's going on on the inside. I probably get goofy like that and, and, and act in a classless manner. I mean, I don't want to disparage my dead father, but my dad did not handle that stuff well. If he hit a bad golf shot, it was crazy. If he missed a fish or something went bad on the water, I mean, he, you know, he kind of blew up. So I probably behaved like him in that, in that fashion because of that experience. Uh, but on the inside, I mean, it's just full-blown ludicrous speed ahead to fix whatever made me mad, to catch that fish I lost, to regroup, to adjust, to switch something up and go at it bigger, stronger, and harder until, you know, that 2.30 or 3 o'clock deadline stops. When, when so you have, it's, kind when of a, it's kind of a – When you have those freakouts on the water, and, you, and I'm using your words there because that's as you described, and to be honest with you, a lot of guys that you fish with – have used that have used that terminology to describe and that's why i know that yeah. we can have this open dialogue here but is that a is, is that light switch as quick on as it comes off or as quick off as it goes on that's the right way to word that uh probably not i would have to be honest i'd have to readily admit that um you know the emotions and just the hypertension and the blood circulating the heart pumping i mean that that remains but just you know that little monkey and a tricycle inside my head is just creating smoke on that, on that, on that, on those wheels. And, uh, it's just, it's, 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 it's tunnel vision. I mean, you see some crazy emotions. I mean, the swear words are, they're nasty. I hope no one hears me. I know what, I know sound carries on water more than it does on land, but I don't know. It's hard for me to, if hard it, for me to keep that in. Boat ramp and you just hear vile cuss words coming from the corner. Just, just look for dust. No, 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 at the boat ramp, we're good. I see no, another they, person. They they the don't boat ramp and they hear it coming from the water, then we know oh, that you're yeah. off the fish somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I, I'm going to try to curtail that. I mean, it's not good for youngsters. I mean, I, I know a lot of 16, 17, and 18 year olds that look up to me that, 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 um, you know, uh, uh, you know, message me for fishing information. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of a mentor to them. And, I don't, that's not, that's not what I, you know, that's, that's not cool. That's not really what I, I, you know, that's not really what I want to show them, but I'll tell you what, boy, you see me in the, in the, that far Western Bay of Lake Wachita where there's nobody around, man, I think the trees were embarrassed, man. It was just bad. Speaking Holy of the, the, the caveat kid, Mr. Dylan's on right now. He says that he's heard you. So, you know, you know, it's funny, Brad, he just made a comment talking about, uh, you know, having, you know, having 16 and 17 year olds look up to him. That's a comment. That's a statement I'm never going to have to say. I don't have to worry about that at all. There's absolutely nobody looking up to me. I love it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Well, don't you have a, don't you have children? Yeah, they're not looking up to me. I promise you. They look up to Brad. Yeah, yeah. They look up to Brad. Let's just. I'm just gonna be honest. Like, ask my wife. She's, yeah. I'm telling you right now, they don't look up to me at all. They look oh, up. To me. <laughs> Brad, the, the surrogate father. Jeez, what's going on over there? Yeah. Hey, it is what it is, man. There's a reason he's my BFF, right? We roll deep like that. <laughs> It's awesome, man. That's good stuff. All right, bro. That that's that's question five. You're one question away, and I'm almost guaranteeing he doesn't plead the fifth on this question. I think he makes it. I'm almost guaranteeing that he doesn't uh, that he doesn't plead the fifth here. Okay. 
Now, Dusty, we've been talking about you for an hour. Okay, we're going to talk about somebody else now. We're going to give you the ability to talk about somebody else. Oh, I don't want, I'm not going to ask for a name. I'm not going to ask you for a name. This is not a gossip show. It's not going to be a gossip show. But you're proudly a part of, of, of one of the best teams in kayak fishing, Team Catch. Absolutely. I mean, you, uh, you guys just competed in the first team tournament this past year as Team Catch. It was yourself, Dwayne Beatty, Kurt Smith, Jamie Broad, and, uh, and, and Dave. And, and you guys, I mean, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and, and you guys combine, I mean, y'all, 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 you guys are some of the best anglers, you know, around, right? So I don't want to name, but I want a fact or a story about one of the, about one of your teammates that the public doesn't know. I don't want to name. I just want a fact or a story about one of your catch teammates that the public doesn't know. Man. Take your time. Take uh, your time. Everyone now on the catch team is commenting. Okay. Oh crap. <laughs> Dude, oh, like oh, I'm so glad I'm not a part of the team. I'm the I'm the owner of the team. Well, he's part of the team for sure. So this is this is a, a, a story about a teammate that doesn't doesn't have to mention their name. You don't have to mention a name. All we have to know is that it's about one of your catch teammates. I don't want a name. I want a story or a or a fact about one of your four teammates that the public doesn't already know. Gosh. Uh Man. I don't I, I don't have anything. I have some things. They are not appropriate and cannot be discussed. Uh, um, it's no, not Joseph commenting says the look of who to throw under the bus. <laughs> um one of our one of our one of our teammates, I mean I love the guy, man. One of our teammates, uh Wait, wait a minute. Let me slow down. As soon as you have to preference the conversation with "I love the guy," but <laughs> it's over. It's over. It's over. All right, here we go. Give us a smoke. Well, one of one of our one of our, it's not really. <laughs> it's funny that you said smoke because uh, Jamie Jamie at our last at our at, at the lacrosse event threw a smoke bomb under his truck. And I never seen the guy move that fast because <laughs> he thought his truck was on fire. And I, I wasn't, I wasn't even there. Somebody had to tell me, and I'm preferencing the vision that went through my head of him running to his truck and his trailer with his kayaks on with a smoke bomb going on up underneath. I'd have flipped out. I'd have lost it. Thank God it didn't happen to me. Who knows what he would have triggered? But uh, wait a minute. Who on the catch team is taking smoke bombs? What's that? Who on the catch team is running around with smoke bombs? Jamie, dude, Jamie must have smoke bomb for all types of practical purposes. I don't know. Maybe it's part of his job, but he he, he certainly did it. Uh, but um, you know this guy, the, the, the man I'm talking about, which once again I, I I love him and respect him. He likes to be seen, man. He's got these lights on his kayak that you can see from Google Maps. 
swear, man. And I, I mean, I'm a less is more guy. I mean, I don't have lights. I have just my graph, my H crate, like the bare minimum. Cause I, I don't like a lot of stuff on my kayak. But this guy rolls up lighting up the whole lawn ramp before, before, you know, before, <laughs> before he comes in there. And, and, and like, here I am with like a 10, a 10 amp hour battery, maybe a 20 amp hour battery guy, guy opens his trunk, pulls out a 574 amp hour battery from the lithium. I mean, the guy, the guy's got like, I mean, I mean, you name it. If it's, if it's numbers, horsepower, watts, I mean, I don't know, man, the guy loves to take the light in it. Uh, I, I don't know that that's necessarily dishing on somebody. I mean, it's just sort of a fact. No, hey, a fun fact. Yeah. Cool to many people. Uh, but I, I, I get, I get, a, I get a little kick out of it. I mean, God bless the guy. He's awesome member of the catch crew and does a lot and this is certainly not to diminish him in any way i just i find it a little overwhelming at times though <laughs> i'm gonna have to reach out to stormy over at dakota lithium and find out more about this 745 amp hour battery that you talked about and you reach him it'll have turned to maybe slightly over a thousand thousand amp hours i think i think he was running his trolling motor for like I, he showed me his stats it was like absurd it defied physical reality I don't even know, but what it did was make me want to get a battery like his and put the motor on the front of my Hobie because that dude covers some water. Seriously. That's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Dude, look at that, guys. Six questions up, six questions down. Dusty Yacker here on Westbrook Wednesday absolutely destroyed the round to plead the fifth, man. Congratulations. You guys smash that hard button. The comments are rolling in. Uh, you got to smash that heart button. Uh, congratulations, man. We really appreciate it, dude. You are getting ready to give away, give away a catch board. We're not going to let you go anywhere just yet, but I'd love to roll out the red carpet for you, bro, and let you give a shout out to any kind of sponsors. Give us some appreciation. I know you've already talked about, uh, about the pup and about, and, and about the, 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 your, your beautiful, uh, better half, Miss Maria. But, uh, here's an opportunity bro. You to roll out the red for me to roll out the red carpet for you to thank anybody you want to thank. Talk, shout out to any kind of sponsors. Let us know what you got going on now and what you got going on next in the kayak space. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And of course, thanks for, you know, bringing me on tonight. I mean, I'm, I'm having a blast. It's a, it's a ball. I, I love these kind of things. I, I, you know, I have, I have bizarre weaknesses and things I don't want to do, but like, you know, public speaking and being put on blast is something I don't have, a, I don't have a problem with. So thank you for that opportunity. Um, the uh, one of the first people I'd like to thank is actually Mike McKinstry. Mike McKinstry was one was a person who reached out and offered me my first sponsorship, my first relationship with the with the with a big company, with a formal company, and that company was Yak Gear. So I'd also like to thank Bill Bragman for his. Uh, he's just a great guy, class act, super flexible and understanding, um, which is under the umbrella of Railblazer. If if you haven't uh, been paying attention, big merger in the kayak space a couple weeks back. Absolutely. I'd also like to thank Kitech. Uh, I'm on the pro. I'm on the pro staff team there. I, I enjoy a, a considerable discount, and uh, their plastics have simply made me money. Um, they're very reliable. They're very soft and realistic. And it's not just their easy shiners and swing impacts. They got a full line of stuff that if you throw on a drop shot or use as trailers or start punching with them, I think that you're going to find uh, a lot of success. So I'd like to thank Kitech for that support. Um, there's a uh, small uh, jig maker um, that made about, uh, I don't know, 100, 100 jigs for me uh, at the beginning of the season. Uh, his name is John DeMay, um, and he's the uh, owner and sort of maker of uh, Dem Jigs, D-E-M. Uh, and from top to bottom, they're, they're one of the nicest 
most reliable jigs that uh, I use from the line tie to the powder coat uh, to the to the no chip to the to the strand the skirt placement from from chest how it flares it's got a screw lock keeper uh, a sharp hook it's ridiculous that's the jig I tie on in any situation ever um, I also would like to thank um, Hobie I mean I was on the fishing team this year uh, that's an that that's an honor and privilege I still need to earn my way on that I think I I, I had a good year but I still think that I need to to, to sort of show and prove. Uh, with Hobie, I, 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 I can't imagine being with any other company. I can't imagine fishing out of another vessel. Um, and that that is, when you were talking about strengths and weaknesses, just the fact that I own one and that's what I'm putting on the water, that's what I'm standing on when I'm netting six-pound smallmouth to win, to win tournaments. I mean, that's that's huge. Uh, uh, Kevin Nakata and A.J. McCorder and, and their work with the Hobie Bass Open Series this year was was uh, um was was phenomenal and i'm very appreciative of that opportunity uh and then and then of course catch catch products um i mean they're they're taking sponsorship to another level if you ask me um the generosity the opportunity um the the 110 support towards the angler um i've i've never seen anything like it um and i'm 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 pretty blessed to be on that team and I think that we're just beginning to see what that company is going to offer in terms of its products. Uh, and I think that us as a team are just starting to understand what we're capable of in terms of influence in the kayak community, um, in terms of, uh, of, 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 of meaningful, uh, slick production that's, that's informative and inspiring uh, and just Things like me going to the national championships and not having to pay for lodging and having a film crew follow me in a boat. I mean, these are li these are li quite literally my dreams coming true. So I really can't thank Duke Westcamp and, and, and Catch Products enough. I mean, I'll never be able to. Um, and, uh, you know, thanks to you, Scott. Thanks for thanks for being uh, thanks for being a person who, who makes awesome content for having your finger on the pulse of the community and, uh, you know, doing stuff like this where we can, you know, engage in the in the dialogue that you know that we touched upon earlier that was that was meaningful well we have we have a lot of fun a lot of fun with this stuff man i tell you what you know just you know i can run down that same list that you just run down all phenomenal folks you know mike mckinstry is one of my favorites he's a guy you know uh that uh you know that, that i'm good friends with does a lot of good things in the industry duke over at catch i can't thank duke enough for everything that he does in this community you guys talk about a leader in the industry and a leader behind the scenes in this industry, not just for the catchboard brand, but what he's doing to help continue to grow and mold and help shape and do the right thing. Every single freaking time he does the right thing. And it's just, it's incredible. I'm such a big fan of Duke. I got a ton of love for that man. And, uh, and if nothing else, if, if, if catch never did anything else, right. Uh, which, you know, which that's not how they roll, but I, I will always be a fan and a friend of Duke, um, regardless of what product he's pumping out, what he's doing. If, if Duke is standing behind something, it's the right product because Duke's the right guy. So, um, you know, big shout out there, lots of stuff there. Um, uh, I'm going to throw this back up here on the screen a little bit and, and, and Dusty, I'm gonna let you do me a favor. I'm going to, uh, we're fixing to get ready to give away this catch board. Okay. We're going to do this a little different. Typically I run through. And uh, and just kind of pick a winner off of off of the live feed, right? And I'll even go up here and make this a little bit smaller. But you guys see the kind of the kind of roll that through here, right? So typically I go through there and, and and pick a winner there. Here's what we're gonna do, okay? We're gonna do this a little bit different, all right? 
Uh, I'm going to let uh, uh, Dusty, I want you to tell us a little bit about the catch board and why it's right for you and, and, and a little bit, you know, and about this giveaway. I'll fill in here, but here's what I want you guys to do. If you guys shared this pro, this, this, uh, this uh, contest today and you're watching live right now, we're going to make this a trivia question, Duke, tonight live. We're going to, we're going to let the first person to answer a trivia correct question correctly win the board. Right. So here's how we're going to do this. If you're watching live right now and we can see you shared, Brad's fixing to be checking it. I want you to comment. If you're watching live right now, I want you to comment shared. And so we know that you're in the winnings to chances to answer the, the trivia question. Dusty, what I want you to do is tell us a little bit about catchboard, why this is the right board, what they're going to win, what they're going to be able to engrave or border on both sides, front and back of the fence. And, uh, and, uh, and then we'll come back in. I'll ask a trivia question. And the first person to get that trivia question correct that shared this pro that shared this this uh, this uh, contest earlier in the day, uh, the first person that, that gets the, the the question right and shared it will be our winner of this catchboard. So tell us a little bit about it while everybody gets ready to get caught up. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's it's it's. I mean, I'm usually not a person for a lack of words. Uh, but it's sort of that kind of feeling that you get. Um, I mean, I'm not trying to use hyperbole or, I mean, I know it's the company that sponsors me, but, but quite literally, um, it's one of those things that, you know, when you have the product or you have whatever you're using and you have like the utmost confidence in it, you know, that that's, that's what it is. It's kind of like that. Um, I mean, it is a measuring board quite simply, but it's a, it's a, it's a crucial, it's a crucial accessory for me at the, out there on the water. It's, uh, indestructible, um, and it's accurate. Uh, it's accurate down to, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know the science behind it, but I mean, some minuscule increment. I mean, it's extremely reliable and extremely accurate. And in our sport, um, one that, that can't afford to be, you know, belittled or bruised by cheating scandals and, 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 and boards that are, that can be manipulated. This, this is, this is, this is the board that provides that strength so that we don't have to be inundated with that stuff so that, that there could be reliability. Um, it was funny when, 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 when thinking about some things that I could share or some advertising ideas for catch, I was, I was perusing some World War II posters talking about how women were taking over the machines and the factories and producing stuff meant for the, for the soldiers that, in World War II that need to be reliable. And one of the posters says, his accuracy depends on ours. And it showed, a, it showed an image of a, of, a, of a fighter jet taking down a Japanese fighter in the air. And that's exactly what it is, man. The, the accuracy of the catch board is what we depend on and what we rely on. So um, it's, it's, it's awesome. The colors are great. You have a lot of options. The fits sit nice in that cradle. And it's customizable, too. Um, I think for, for a few extra bucks, you can get your name engraved in there and get all types of customizations on it. And if you have a lanyard, if you just have a tether on your kayak, which is a pretty crucial accessory for most people, you just kind of slip that in there. And uh, you're not worried about that. But, but of course, now Catch is making products that float and, you know, are, are you know, are, are reaching out. Well, they're in development innovation. is what Duke is going to correct us on yeah. because they're in development of making products that float. They, uh, uh, Duke, I'm sure will correct us here on, on any of that stuff. But, but what we're giving away tonight is a, uh, is, is a traditional bass board. It's a 26 inch catch board. Look very similar to this. You guys are welcome. I'd love for you to get the Westbrook logo front or back if you guys want to you're welcome to brad don't you have you have your name on yours right what does yours say brad cody fishing so on 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 the fence so on on all of our measuring devices we call this the fence 
and and you you're gonna have the option. You're gonna you're not just taking a catch board off of off the shelf. When if you if we call your name tonight and you win this thing, you're able to go in and put a logo here. You can go in and put a logo here, and you can go in and put your name here. This will be a 100% customized catch board just for you. There won't be another one made. Um, uh, Duke will have to correct me on what colors are available. I'm assuming that anything that's already on the website is something that he can do and will be willing to do. But this won't be something that ships out to you guys next week. Uh, if and when we uh, you you're, 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 you get the, the, the trivia question correct and you're the winner tonight, then uh, then then what we will do is we will uh, we will get your order in. I will set you up probably with Duke personally or one of his guys, and uh, and we'll get your colors picked out. We'll get your logos done. They'll get all that put in the system. They'll get that thing uh, made up and probably sent over to you sometime first of the new year. So that's a 100% customized catch board that we're giving away with a trivia question about Dusty Yacker right now. Dusty, you ready? I'm ready. All right, guys, trivia question. You only got one shot at this. It's going to be the person with the fastest fingers to go in and answer this question correctly. Brad, are you watching to see what rolls in? We're on about a 45-second delay here, Dusty, from what me and you get to what actually goes live, right? So, oh, shit. I'm, exactly. So what we're going to do is I'm going to throw down the trivia question one time. I will repeat it. But the first person that shared this, and we're going to have to go in and check, Brad's already got the shares pulled up. See, I'm telling y'all, he's on it. B-Rad is on it. So the first That's why your kids look get this trivia question correct will be the winner of this. Will be the winner of this catch board. Is everybody ready? Everybody's ready. We should start seeing y'all start pounding that heart button, right? We got some hearts popping up. We got some hearts popping up. Let me go in and watch my live. Oh, man. Y'all getting nervous? Somebody's fixing to win a customized catch board. I mean, like, it's fixing to go down. Are you ready? What do you think, Dust? Do you think we should give this thing away? Yeah, I do, man. I got I got a ton of stuff here I could throw in if you want me. I got some giveaways here, but I don't know if that's too appropriate. But yeah, man, customized catchboard. I mean, that's that's as big as it gets. I mean, like, let's do this thing. You guys ready? All right, here we go. They're smashing that heart button. Smash it up, smash it up. Here we go. The 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 trivia question is I referenced quickly in conversation earlier with Dusty. And I want you to give me this trivia question answer. You guys ready? At the 2019 Kayak Bass Fishing National Championship in Louisiana, what position did Dusty finish in? At the 2019 KBFNC, what position did Dusty finish in? Oops. First one to comment it. Brad's watching. I'm watching. You had to have shared this. Oh, oh, oh. Got a couple rolling in. Got a couple rolling in. I'm going to let Brad check them. Let us know who's in. We got some name. We got some rolling in. We got nine, five, nine, eight, tenth. Lots of them rolling in. Five, ten, eight, two, fifty four. Chris Payne with 254. <laughs> Chris Payne was a guest a couple weeks in the show. All right, now the numbers are rolling. Let's see. I think that uh, that first Chris one. Payne. 
Can I give a temporary shout out to Chris Payne? That's Chris Payne Outdoors, right? The writer. Yeah, absolutely, man. We love Chris. He was on, he was a guest on the show two weeks ago. Absolutely, I love that guy's articles, man. I love what he does, how he writes, man. It's super informative, great to the point. I can never write that way because I'm using you know overblown, idealized language. My my stuff's all over the place, but that guy's really good writing. I, I love to uh, I love to click on the links he shares. Yeah, Chris is uh, Chris is phenomenal, man. You should go back in on Westbrook WestbrookSupplyCo.com forward slash Westbrook Wednesday, Dusty, and you can watch the Chris Payne interview from two weeks ago, or you can download it on your podcast, bro, anytime you want to. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, got to give a plug. Got to give a plug. I think that Tim, right? Is it? Did uh, Tim DeSmit? Did he? Did he share earlier today? What place did you finish, Dusty? Give him the answer. There you go. Hiding behind his head the whole time. Tenth place is where Dusty finished at the 2019 KBFNC in Louisiana. Well, like Tim DeSmith. Listen. Was, go ahead. If I didn't go to Caddo Lake day two, gosh, man. When when I didn't when I didn't when I went to Caddo day two, my buddy that stayed at uh uh Black Cypress put up like 97 inches. And had I been on that lake doing the same thing, he, you know, because we were doing the same thing, gosh, man, it might have been a different story. But don't let me, don't let me go down that rabbit hole, man. See, you're, yeah, I'm getting triggered, man. We got anybody that shared it yet? That's that's throwing up the right number. Nobody for reals, guys. I mean, maybe this is why we don't give this away live like this. Come on, we got we're giving away Hold a board here. There's a couple. Gene, folks Gene, Gene there, Wilson right? is saying, I, who is it? She loves my music. <laughs> oh, man. None of you guys have shared it, That's huh? Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Y'all are killing me. Ben shared and guessed. Ben Tim. Cordova shared. Yeah, let me go back in. Where did Ben? Where did where did Ben? Ben's up there. Yeah, Ben shared it. Let's see here. Dale did. Dale shared it right. Dale shared it earlier today. Yeah, Dale did. I saw I saw Dale share. I think Dale's our winner. Let me go in here and check real quick. Dale, I think you're the winner. I think Dale's a fireman too, actually. Yeah, Dale shared it right there. Oh wait, don't Dale let Jason. It. Let me see if Tim did. Tim share it. I didn't see Tim's. Tim DeSmith. If you can screenshot me, Tim, where you shared it today, go to his Facebook page, Brad. This is why we don't do this live. This is waste stressful. You did? He didn't share it? Oh, Tim didn't share. He was the first one right with the answer, but didn't share it. So then it looks like we're with Dale then, right? Dale shared it. It's right here. Oh, man. This is intense right here. Uh no, he shared. Yeah, yeah, it shows right here. He talked uh right there. He shared it three hours ago. He even tagged two folks. He followed all the instructions. All right, right there it is. Dale Fogel, and I just broke my pen. So Dale is the winner. Congratulations, bro. That's huge. <laughs> so good stuff there. Good stuff there. Uh Ben's comment, gotta make it public. The Westbrook Supply Co. Facebook page is public, bro. All the time, always has been. Go check it out. Uh, that's where that's where we pull the shares from. Not being shared off of other guys' page, you got to share the original post, which Facebook kind of does for you nowadays. But uh, congratulations, Dale! 
uh, get in my DMs or get in the shop DMs at Westbrook Supply Co. And uh, and I'll get uh, we'll get you set up and get this thing done. Uh, what a phenomenal prize pack! Once again, big shout out to Catch and Duke and all of the team guys over there for making this giveaway possible. We love doing this stuff. The giveaway is a great, fun way to kind of get you guys entertained and give something back to the community. You guys all know that I love being here and being a part of these shows and getting these guests on here to talk a little bit about kayak fishing. And Dusty, bro, you absolutely knocked it out of the park today, man. We've got a ton more to dig into. I hope to do this again with you soon. Thank you so much for taking time away. I know that you got to get up and go to school tomorrow and mold mines and get them set up for, uh, you know, for, for adulthood. And uh, I appreciate you taking your time, man, and uh, and, uh, and 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 have a good time, man. We we uh, we really appreciate it. We really appreciate you coming on, and, uh, and I'm excited to see with all the opportunities you're going to have next year to fish with everything that's going on in the community. I'm excited to see your name, if I can recognize your name, popping up at the top of the leaderboards all over the place, man. We'll we'll see, man. Thanks, Scott. Thanks again for having me. And uh, say say good evening to the kayaking community or whoever's listening. And uh, if 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 anybody sees me at a tournament, at a lawn tramp, at a restaurant, at a bait shop, or whatever, don't hesitate to talk or say hi or whatever. Because uh, be, being social and kind of being more engaged with the community is is something that I'd, I'd like to do a little more of in 2020. So. Just want to leave you with that and uh, hope everybody had, had a great Thanksgiving and has a, a wonderful warm holiday. Thanks so much, brother. Merry Christmas to you, man. Merry Christmas to yours. And, uh, and we'll, we'll talk again. I'll see you after the new year. I'm sure if not sooner, appreciate it, brother. Okay, brother. Stay warm up there. Stay warm up there. You too, man. <laughs> you too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that does it. Brad, man, phenomenal interview. I mean, Dusty just kills it every time he goes and does anything. That's why I love that dude. He just does a great job everywhere that he goes. Uh, if you guys missed any of the interview, go make sure you go to westbrooksupplyco.com forward slash Westbrook Wednesday. Download or watch any of this. You can also go to any of the uh, the podcast interviews. This podcast will be up sometime tomorrow midday and uh, and be able to, to, to tune in and, and check out and get the rest of that. Um, as always, I got B-Rad in the corner back here running boards. I'm your host, Scott Butcher, telling you guys always to tackle your dreams. Brad's rocking that Chick-fil-A. I'm just about time for me to go get that. I'm going to go see if I can find some. Hey, do you know that Fish USA, you can go use Tackle Your Dreams? Tackle Your Dreams as a coupon code at checkout at fishusa.com. <laughs> I'm loving it. All right, guys, appreciate the show. Dale, congratulations on the catch board. Dusty, we appreciate you, brother. We'll catch you guys later. See you.